Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Scoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another session. Where we're going to be spending more time on extra channels, extra points, and、uh, so with me, Jim Scoyne. Hi, Jim. Hi, Dal. How's it? How are you doing? Very well. I'm looking forward to、uh, go through some of the points that we have、uh, left over from last time. We're going to stay、um, around the head neck region. We got the head neck fourteen and head neck fifteen left before we move on to the other areas. So, if、uh, you're ready, let's、uh, let's move forward. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one is E Bing. E Bing is the extra M dash H N fourteen. E Bing spell Y I M I N G. It's、uh, basically in the、um, very close to the ear area, and uh, it uh, originates from、uh, the Chinese medical magazine in 1956 in the June issue on page 535, and this、uh, during that I mean in that、uh, publication. It discusses about the location of the point and what is it for, and、uh, through that time and from that period of time, a lot of uh, uh, people has been using this point extensively in、uh, China. So this becomes one of the extra、uh, point that got listed. So Jim,、uh, how do you、uh, locate this point? I locate the extra point E Ming. Uh, between the channel point Sanjiao seventeen or Efeng and the channel point on the gallbladder, gallbladder twenty Fengchur, so in the middle between these two and、uh, directly underneath the occipital bone. Well, if I remember and recall that there is another point called Anmian, and which Anmian is actually practically is supposed to be in the middle between Sanjiao seventeen and gallbladder twenty. And if I remember,、um, this Yiming point is actually between Sanjiao Seventeen and Anmian point, so it's much much closer to Yiming point. So, in in my description, looking at the magazine, it basically says、uh, approximately one chun posterior on the same line, one chun posterior、um, from the Sanjiao Seventeen、uh, point. Is that your understanding? Well, the challenge here is we have a very small space, and I'm not aware of how one locates proportional sun measurement in this area. So the one sun doesn't help me. We actually have Sanjiao seventeen, which is anterior and inferior to the mastoid process. We have a gallbladder twelve, which is posterior and inferior to the mastoid process. Then we have gallbladder twenty, which is just on the lateral border, the tendinous insertion of the trapezius muscle. Those are the well-known traditional points on the channels. Then we have extra. 
laser points, there's several Anmian points. Probably the most commonly used one is also placed in this uh, space between uh, Sanjiao 17 and Gallbladder 20, as you say, in the middle often. And Yiming finds itself in this area as well. So in general, I would orient myself towards Yiming be, being closer to Gallbladder 12 than Gallbladder 20. And so we have two points very close together. And again, if we're practically locating them on uh, a human patient, we'll find that they're very close together. So uh, mm-hmm. the Tsun measurement uh, that's described in the article, I'm not sure what unit they're using there in Tsun measurement. I don't think a hand Tsun measurement or a thumb Tsun measurement is useful. And I don't know of proportional measurement that would be reliable in that area of the head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very interesting because what you say is clear that is very close to the Amian point. And as you know, Amian point has actually quite different of a, actually, um, actually some similarity, but there are differences in how you use these two points. But, but that's, a, that's something for us to debate more further. Uh, but let's move on to the actions uh, the action of this point Yibing is basically focus on clearing vision and clear the ear orifices. So it's supposed to improve vision as well as to improve hearing function. It also calms the heart and calms the spirit. So, Jim, how would you use this point? I would reiterate those two indications, eye or ocular and visual uh, visual disorders uh, and ear disorders, including uh, ringing sounds in the ear. But I also have seen this indicated for insomnia, which of course uh, is the indication for Anmian as well. So we're in the similar area to Anmian point and we see that indication as well. I do agree with you. I think uh, in this point we talk about many different kind of eye disorders. Uh, as well as uh, ear ringings and as well as um, insomnia, cognitive memory loss, um, dementia, schizophrenia, palpitation, even hypertension has been listed, uh, been useful uh, to treat in this kind of situation. If you, you know, if we look at this point, Sanjiao 17, and Yibin, and then Amian, and gallbladder 20, as we know, this, all these four points, they all treat very similarly in the sense that they all can cover all these conditions we talk about. Now, how would you like differentiate it? Would you, like uh, Sanjiao 17 would be more specialized, I mean, comparatively, say, to Yibing or to uh, Amian or to uh, Fengzi, which is gallbladder 20? Do you have specifics that you look at for certain conditions? Well, uh, yes and no. I'll make two main points here. One, I could think of being very specific with uh, gallbladder 20 and Anmian and differentiating those two. Anmian focusing for me more on sleep disorders. But in general, when I'm treating certain neurologic conditions, I like the combination of uh, those points in the back of the head, and I'd like to add to them gallbladder 12 and do 16. So I might consider using do 16, gallbladder 20, on me, and gallbladder 12, uh, and Sanjiao 17 for similar conditions related to uh, uh, neurological complaints. Excellent. Yeah, I would... 
I would do a little differently than you do, and I think what you have is great. And I'm going to add on to what I'm thinking in my mind. I think the Sanjiao uh, 17 Yi Feng is uh, basically an Yi Ming. These two, Sanjiao 17 at this point, Yi Ming uh, extra point, I think they are all very similar in its functions. The difference for me is that Yi Feng tends to treat more exogenous invasions of the ear or the eye problems. And to me, while Yi Ming is for more, more deeper, more chronic, more interior conditions um, of the eye and ear problems to me. So one is more exogenous, one's more like interior. And Amir specifically is for more spirit issues for me, more sleep issues, cognitive function, brain functions. While <clears throat> gallbladder 20 is much more systemic. And what I mean by that is that since the, the whole and the collection of the energy is much greater than this point, I think this uh, affects the entire body for more. So I would say use gallbladder 20 more stronger and more systemic issues such as um, uh, dementia, such as uh, uh, things like hypertension that affects the entire body. Um, so, um, and headaches, when the headaches are very, very strong. So these are the things that I think um, gallbladder 20 might be very good for. So these are some of the, my, my thoughts on that. Uh, what do you think? Very good, thank you. All right, so uh, let's move forward to uh, uh, point combo. Uh, definitely, there's a lot of combination we can use with this point eming to treat nearsightedness for uh, hearing loss, ear ringing, uh, menear type of vertigo issues, and insomnia issues. So, for example, um, we can combine like bladder one, gallbladder twenty uh, to treat nearsightedness. We can, uh, Yu Yao is also another uh, extra point that we talked about last time. It's in the middle of the eyebrow. Uh, we can also add that in there. And for hearing problems, we can uh, add Sanjiao 5, uh, Wai Guan, as well as uh, Erman and Tinghui, some of these points around the front side of the ear uh, to uh, treat uh, for uh, hearing loss as well as ear ringing. And for vertical, especially menier type of vertical, we can flip it around and use pericardium 6, as well as uh, taichung, which is uh, liver 3, as well as uh, um, governing vessel 15, and gallbladder 20 uh, combined together to treat um, menier type of vertical. And then we can, for insomnia, we can combine with yin tang, which is an extra point between two eyebrows, and nei guan, which is pericardium 6, as well as spleen 6, san yin jiao, uh, for treatment of insomnia. Um, okay, so Jim, how would you needle this point? I would needle this point perpendicularly, 0 0.5 to up to 1 sun. Okay, and uh, uh, we can maxa this point. And, uh, and in research, and since, obviously, this is a fairly new point since 1956, uh, I'm not able to find anything in the classics for a very good reason. Uh, but this point, uh, it's a very good acupressure point. You can use 
both of the thumb on both sides uh, together with the tip of the index finger to massage this point and use uh, appropriate force, moderate force, not too strong and not too light. And you can uh, massage for about one minute and it does help to reduce some of the ear ringing and some of the uh, ear congestion type of uh, symptoms. So that's uh, that's what I can find about this point, Jim. Very good. All right, let's uh, move onward to our next point, Jim Bai Lao. Jim Bai Lao is extra M-HN15. So this is the last point of this uh, uh, this the point for extra. I just want to share everybody that actuality there's a lot more extra points in the um, head and neck area due to the time constraint we're not going to be able to go through every single one of them but we'll go through what's listed on uh, on this uh, united nation uh, list that it's been recognized so let's go to jin bai uh, jin bai lao jin means neck bai lao is 100 overstraining well, guess what happens when you're overstrained and when you're stressed out and when you're really tense? Well, your neck gets tense. So this is actually denotes what happens when you're under a lot of stress that the neck actually gets stressed out also as well. Now, it's very interesting. This was originally from Chen Jiu Zi Shen Jing, where we talk about how a woman, especially postpartum woman, when a postpartum woman has a uh, body ache, uh, and uh, and we don't necessarily know all the cause of this body ache, he suggests this text suggests use this point. This point is very good for the body ache um, for a woman that has tremendous amount of uh, body ache, and uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. I got some thoughts on this. But Jen, uh, maybe you can give us some pointers on how you would locate this point. Well, it's defined as being uh, two tsun superior to the lower border of the uh, spinous process of C7. So in other words, lower to the level of do 14, but it's one tsun lateral to the midline. So it's lateral to the jaji line in the neck, which would be 0.5 tsun. So it's in an area where we come in contact with several of the neck muscles, most directly uh, muscles that are in the deeper levels of the neck. But uh, I'll talk about that in terms of needling later on. So basically it's uh, above or superior to the level of do 14. Tutsun is a little vague in description, but then it's just one sun lateral to the midline. How would you locate this point in three ways? If you have a supine position, and then you have the one that's sitting on a chair where the neck are tilted forward, and how about there are some people who tilt their neck back? Which position would you prefer uh, is the right way to locate this point? Well, generally speaking, when I'm treating a neck problem in this area, and that's what I'd be using for when we talk about the indication, I haven't used it for postpartum, general aches and pains. But if I was doing that, I would look for a point which would be associated either with a significant tenderness, and then I would needle it in the different positions based upon its location and tenderness, 
or I would be identifying the point at the level of a junction between a cervical vertebra, for example, C5 and C6 or C5 and C4, and then I would be aiming into the joint space like a jaw G point. So that would make me... The, the, the positioning of the patient wouldn't be as significant. Now, many times I needle the patient in a sitting position just for practical purpose because I like to needle and then engage movement during the needling or shortly after needling. So I might insert the needle, uh, pull it uh, slightly back after getting a cheese sensation, but keeping it in the muscle and have the person basically turn their head gently, often against uh, resistance, so there's an isometric contraction involved. Or I might uh, use a quick needling method where I needle a point, withdraw the needle, and have the patient change. And that, of course, has an advantage in a sitting position. That's great. Thank you so much for that insight. And... Uh, um the action of this point is actually three major ones. One, it actually has a local function of activating channel and collaterals, uh, soothing the channel and collateral locally. The second action is that it does stop cough and asthma. The third action is that it clears heat and stops sweating. That's actually quite similar to the do uh, 14 function uh, action. So uh, with this in mind, Jim, uh, what, was, what are some of the primary indications you would use this point for? Well, I'm aware of those, uh, those indications, those actions, but I primarily focused on this as a local point for neck, neck complaints, so neck pain. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I totally agree with you. Now, when you um, look at the Chinese description of this point, it says neck, 100 overstraining. So I think besides the neck pain, it also has been used traditionally for overstraining conditions. And overstraining conditions might relate with coughing, the asthma, when your body gets weakened, might relate to vomiting blood, uh, might relate it to um, whooping cough. It actually has been known to use for whooping cough, a specific point for whooping cough. Um, it's been used for steaming fever, night fever, as well as scrofularia, uh, scrofula, lymphatic neuropathy of the neck. Um, so these are some of the things that has been known, research, and indicated. So I'm going to take a look at, since we look at these three actions, I'm going to take a look at the combinations to help neck pain, to help cough and asthma, and to help with the fever or night sweats. The very first one is the neck pain. We would combine with lung 7 liature, as well as do 14 and gallbladder 20. And that has been a pretty good combination for that situation. The second one for cough and asthma, we will combine uh, the face su, which is, I think, the gallbladder uh, 13. Correct. Bladder 13 point. And ding chuan which is one of the next uh, extra point we're going to be talking about, basically stop asthma point. And fengmen, fengmen point, bladder, is it bladder? 12, 12. Bladder 12, yes. Um, so these three points combined with this point, we can use for cough and asthma. Now, for the steaming fever, for the nice sweats, for the uh, tidal fever, we can add, we can use Fei Su again, 
which is uh, bladder uh, 13, and Nei Guan Pericardium 6, Tai Yuan Lung 9, San Yin Jiao Spleen 6 for such treatments. So these are the three combinations that I can find. How would you needle this point? Well, this, this one I tend to needle obliquely, uh, often obliquely and medial uh, for certain muscle groups, but I can needle also in a lateral direction going up to one sun, also 0.5 to one sun, to affect, uh, for example, the levator scapula muscle, a commonly injured muscle in the neck. So I'm talking, of course, about its insertion and treatment for neck pain. That's great. And you can also mox out this point. Uh, and in the classics, there are three main uh, classics that talk about this point. The very first one I say earlier, which, which, uh, which would be Zhen Jiu Zi Shen Jing, talk about postpartum body ache, um, would be really uh, a good point uh, to use. Uh, but it also talk about interesting enough is that moxibustion is not advisable within 100 days of postpartum. Uh, Zhen talk about how this point can be actually very good for lymphadenopathy, but they actually talk about moxiling this point for lymphadenopathy. That's also very interesting. And Zhen Jiu Kong Xue talk about how this extra point uh, is uh, very useful for tuberculosis as well, lymphadenopathy and neck strain and stiffness. So these are some of the uh, things we can find in the classics. And um, I, there's different research that talk about all different conditions we talk about. But this is also a wonderful point using uh, middle, mid, your uh, finger to massage on this point on both sides for one to three minutes to actually help with bronchitis and neck problems, for neck problems also as well. So this is what I can find. What do you think, Jim? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so let's, uh, let's move on to the next point. Uh, we have uh, extra MCA1. Now we are now looking at abdominal point, and this abdominal point is very special and very commonly used, and which is zigong. Zigong, commonly known as the house or the palace of the fetus, or simply the uterus. And uh, this point comes from several uh, different uh, uh, books. Uh, it comes from Beiji Qianjin Yao Fang. It also have come out at Yi Xue Gan Mu, as well as Zhen Jiu Da Quan. There's a lot of discussion in all these three major books about this uh, point. Um, and this point is very famous and very useful. It also have another name. And this name is Xia Yu Quan, and you find that in this book, Qi Xue Tupu. Qi Xue Tupu. So, um, how would you locate this point, Jim? I locate uh, this extra point, Zigong, three tsun lateral to the anterior midline, 
and more specifically, three tsun lateral to Ren 3, or CV3, which is one tsun superior to the pubis symphysis. I commonly teach my, uh, my uh, um, students to just remember 4 and 3, or 4, 3. Zigong is a 4, 3 point, 4 down, lateral 3. So that's the way I remember it. Because there's also another point called Zifu. Zifu is 3, 2. So and I actually kind of help to differentiate between those two, 4, 3, and 3, 2. Um, let's see. Let's go to our actions here. Uh, Zigong point it has a action of regulating menstruation, regulate qi. It also lifts any kind of prolapses. Um, frequently, as we know, frequently uh, it combines, and later on I can talk about this, frequently combined with um, uh, CV3 uh, for the treatment of all type of gynecological conditions. So Jim, what would you use this point for? I think I'll repeat what you just said, more or less summarizing it under the terms female complaints, gynecological complaints, dysmenorrhea, amenorrhea, etc. And again, as you mentioned, uterine collapse or prolapse, rather. Yeah, personally I've used this point quite a bit. What's the important thing about this point is that it's actually very good for liver, qi, stasis, blood stagnation, type of infertility conditions. And uh, I wouldn't use this point as a tonification point. Uh, I would use tonification point like such as CV4 and 6. And that would be much more standard. But for infertility, for irregular period, dysmenorrhea, type of situation due to those uh, due to the stagnancy and stasis I think is very useful now having said that uh, for spleen chi deficiency uterine prolapse it seems to be can be very helpful in that kind of um, situation now I don't want a woman condition to always take the credit with this point the reality is that uh, we also have used this point for internal medicine as well as andrology situations. So this point has been known to treat testicular inflammations, kidney inflammations, bladder inflammations, as well as appendicitis and hernia, back pains, and frequent urination. So quite a bit of stuff here that we can use this point for. And as for point combination, it uh, actually has been known uh, very famously, it's combining Zigong and Stomach 36. When you combine these two points, it's very good to lift. It's used for spleen qi prolapse conditions causing uterus prolapse. We can also combine with spleen 6, and uh, spleen 6 and spleen 3. And those two combination, three combination, actually this point combined, is very good for uterine bleeding, functional uterine bleeding. We can also combine uh, CV4 and kidney... Is a kidney... Huh. Is a kidney A, Zubin? I think kidney A is Zhu Bing, right? It's five chun above. So we got um, Zhu Bing. Zhu Bing is kidney nine. We got kidney, one. Kidney nine. Kidney nine, I'm sorry. Yeah. Kidney nine, Zhu Bing. 
and then we got Guanyuan, which is a CV four, and we got spleen six. Those combination, and you can add the stomach twenty eight to this、uh, mix. Actually, it's been known to be used for prostatitis. Prostatitis.、Uh, for uterine prolapse, which we talked about earlier with stomach thirty six, we can. There's also another combination we have found is using CV four. Uh, CV six and spleen six, and as well as scone point for the treatment of uterine prolapse. So, Jim, how would you needle this point? Well, it can be needled in, in different di- directions and to different depths. I'll start with the perpendicular insertion, zero point eight to one point five, probably closer to one point zero or one point two on most、uh, patients. But I think an interesting method, especially for prolapse, is needling it obliquely now into the muscle layer is important, and in the direction of、uh, Ren two, so in the direction of the midline, just above the symphysis pubis. Pubis region, and then the the needle would be again in the muscle layer. So you would rotate the needle、uh, a number of times. To there's a significant tension on the needle. Then you would do a slight pulling method on the needle, going in an upward direction. So the patient describes or can describe the sensation of lifting in their belly or pulling in their belly. Then the needle can be left in place, and sometimes actually taped in place. Yeah, I do want to mention. I totally agree with you, and I want to mention, especially for beginning acupuncturists. I think we all need to be careful with this point because you can needle too deeply, and there are some people whose abdominal muscles are not very strong or very thin. Tissues are very thin in this area. Would be、uh, important to understand that you might uh, penetrate um, into the internal organs. There is a contraindication at this point is contraindicated for pregnant women.、Uh, we can also max on this point.、Uh, can max on this point. So in the classics, we look at two distinct classics. We look at, in fact, a lot of a lot of classics talk a lot about this、uh, point. Has been specifically this point is specifically for infertility. So Zhenjiu Dacen talk about how. Needling plus maxa to treat fertility issues, and Zhenjiu Kongxue, Yiqi, Liao Hua Bianlan talk about maxa for infertility, as well as endometritis, as well as for hernia pain, and testicular pain and appendix pain. So these are some of the things that I can find, and as research goes,、um, basically. Uh, there is、uh, for research. There is actually a research that's shown by needling this point plus Guanyuan CV four and spleen six. It has a very nice regulation function of the HPO axis. It improves the FSH LH E two functions in both ways. So they have shown clinically in animal studies that it actually does improve this. Now, this point you can also massage this point with your middle finger, and for three to five minutes,、uh, also very helpful for fertility issues and irregular menstruations.、Um, 
I just want to point out that Zigong is also been named in uh, as a point as a name. It uh, happens to appear in several places. One of them is in the ear. If you remember, there's that Zigong point in the ear. Uh, I think that's in the triangular fossa, if I'm not incorrect. Um, and I just want that everybody also know that it's a uh, Guanyuan point. See before, its other name is also called Zigong. So sometimes I don't want you to get confused with that. There's also another point, kidney thirteen, qi xue. Sometimes kidney thirteen is also called zigong. So there's some、uh, differentiation, there's some differences, and some documentation of such different names. I just don't want you to get confused by it.、Uh, this point has been used so many ways. I think Jim, you and I, we talk a lot about just needling, but I、uh, just want to say that. There are other ways. There's the threading technique where you thread a thread in there, an herbal thread. There's also、um, is see a magnet. You're embedding a magnet and see in that area, as well as bleeding technique for that point. So these are some of the research that I can find for this point. So Jim,、um, anything else to add before we no, move on to the next point? You added some very useful information. Thank you. Yeah, I treat a lot of fertility issues, so I use this point so much in fertility issues. So I kind of have a little bit more.、Uh, just kind of just seen it used so in so many different ways. So that's、uh, if you're ready. Let's、uh, well, let's go to the、uh, the back extra points. The very first one we're going to go to is probably one of the highest point, is the back one B one extra B one Ding Chuan. Ding Chuan Ding means to stop. Chuan means、uh, asthma. Interesting enough, it actually has a different name, and that different name is called Sun Re. Sun Re is very interesting. It's called Kinney Heat. Kinney Heat. That's another name of this point. It's fascinating.、Uh, but anyway, it、uh, comes out of Chang Yong Xin Yi Liao Hua Shou Ci, where you talk about the location and what is、uh, used for. So, Jim,、uh, how would you locate this point? Relatively clear definition of its location: zero point five to lateral to do fourteen, so it would be in a sense a, a jaji point, or it is a point in the cervical area, zero point five to from the spine. And、uh, I think I totally agree with you. I want to support you. There is one or two texts that actually talk about one chun lateral, but I think the point five chun lateral tends to be more. The most popular one, but just be aware of that. There's one or two book actually talk about that. Talk about that. Okay, as、uh, for action, this point can stop cough, stop asthma, opens up, and disperse and regulate lung. Its main function is the lung function. So, how would you use this point? Well, as you're mentioning, dyspnea, asthma, wheezing,、uh, lung-specific、uh, complaints, and we could add cough to that as well. Yes, and I would add bronchitis. I would add whooping cough, and I would add that. This sometimes is also used due to the dermatome、um, kind of、um, situation. It actually has been used for upper extremity paralysis.
as well as numbness and tingling. Some people has used for shoulder pain, shoulder joint pain. I don't know how effective that is. I've never done it myself that way. And also falling off the pillow syndrome, basically the neck stiffness, and、uh, as well as early carrier, early carrier.、Uh, so these are some of the things that I can find. And for point combination, we can basically these are all combination to treat asthma, cough, as well as bronchitis, as well as whooping cough. Let's go into、um, asthma since this is the most important. Combining with bladder thirteen, as well as lung one, this is the three most common combination, and a lot of time this is done sitting up, because a lot of people when they're having asthma, very difficult for them to lie down, so in fact sitting up actually help them to breathe better. The、uh, the other way is to combine lung seven, lung five, lung intestine four. And CV seventeen. This is especially good for asthma and cough when there's a lot of phlegm, a lot of cold and heat type of phlegm, either one type. We can also combine with CV seventeen, do fourteen, as well as bladder eleven and bladder thirteen and stomach forty again for asthmatic, cough, and、uh, phlegm type of situation. Now for whipping cough, usually a do fourteen and stomach forty is a combination, as well as、uh, I think CV twenty two in the front.、Um, we can also combine for bronchitis. Usage of lunch test number four is very helpful in this situation, as well as bladder eleven and bladder thirteen. So that's all I have on a combination. How would you needle this point, Jim? Most often, obliquely in a medial direction,、uh, from zero point five to up to one point five. So, usually closer to one sun at the deepest.、Uh, that would be the main direction. I want to mention, besides kneeling, that、uh, one could also use cupping on this point and cupping over the upper back for difficulty in breathing or asthma conditions as well. It's so close to the neck and the spine. How do you actually create a perfect seal? Uh, you mean to cup it? Yeah, the cupping. Oh well, if I put a lotion over the area, I have no problem even doing it right over the spine. But、uh, at this point, next to the spine, shouldn't be a problem if you put a lubricant on the spine. Do you put like two small cups on both sides? Is that what you do? I can do that, but generally, it's a protocol where I would put cupping cups over the area of Ding Chuan and cups over the area of bladder twelve and bladder thirteen, so that whole upper back area with the patient sitting. I see. Yeah, sometimes I personally have issues in that area because of it's just not completely flat for me. So I have to resort to smaller cups in that area.、Um, okay, so yeah, I do want to say that this point. I usually for beginning acupuncture students, I tell them really don't go beyond point A, just because. You know, I have seen people have pneumothorax with this point, along with the bladder eleven, twelve, thirteen. So I usually tell them to needle much shorter. So I usually say point five to point eight for my acupuncture student until when they are more comfortable in needling.、Uh, we can also max out this point, and there's literally five different classics that talk about Ding Chuan point. We start with Pu Ji Fang. 
Pu Qifang is actually a very famous formula book. In their chapter 163 in Asthma, it talks about using weights combined with a different herb for the treatment of asthma. And here it talks about adding this point, Ding Chuan, for it. And Huang Di Su Wen Zi Jue in chapter 32, where it talks about how to needle heat conditions. Talk about when there's a lung qi reversal, where someone is losing consciousness and couldn't breathe anymore, or when there's feverish kidney conditions with back pain, uh, with I think this kind of like kidney infection, where that you have thirst and、uh, you have fever and you have neck pain, you can also use this point to treat and relieve all the heat. 本草求真 which is an herbal、um, uh, individual herb type of book, in its purgative section, it talk about how you know to purge the kidney, and where you can use long dan cao, you can use fang ji,、uh, but sometimes you know it's it's you don't want to use such a strong herb. So how would you purge? Well, another way to do it. Is also to use this point. This is a point that can purge kidney heat. No wonder we call this the kidney heat point. So, basically, if you have heat rising, whether this is a kidney infection or whether it's a Chinese medicine heat kind of condition, where it's a false heat or true heat problem, we can、uh, treat use this to treat both of them. So interesting. I'm not. Personally, use this for kidney infection、uh, as a point, and I、uh, wonder uh, uh, maybe you can enlighten us a little bit on that. I, I personally have not used it, but let's discuss about it. And then Jingwei Yuelie Xindian talk about how this point can be used for jaundice,、uh, also to relieve that heat. And Chongding Tongsu Shanghanren, which is a Shanghan book, actually talk about this is very good for cold. Type of wheezing and asthma, and we should use this point along with ginger tea and along of adding liu junzi tang to kind of strengthen the zhen qi. Do you have anything to add on that? Well, no, very in- interesting indication. I wasn't aware of the treatment for heat conditions from the kidney, whether it's a kidney infection or not.、Uh, but I do want to add, come back quickly to the needling、uh, depth, and, and appreciate your comments on not needling too deep here.、Uh, I would like to say, in general, avoid needling in an anterior direction, which would be perpendicularly with this point anyway. So when I'm needling it obliquely, medially, I'm actually going into a very safe zone into the ligamus ligament. Area next to the vertebra, so I don't have any fear of going too deep in that sense. As I, in other words, when I'm needing a jaji point,、uh, whether it's in the cervical area or in the uh, the um, thoracic area, generally I'm needling in an oblique direction, so to avoid the risk of penetrating into the spaces and eventually causing a pneumothorax in the upper area. Yeah, as I say, you know, with the kidney, he is very interesting on.、Uh, This comes from this、uh, book called Xin Yi Liao Fa Hui Bian. Talk about how it's been uniquely used for treat kidney infections,、um, nephritis, as well as bladder infections.、Um, specifically, it's been researched on that.
pretty very interesting. So I'm going to talk about research for a moment. Okay, so there is a study that uses a combination of Din Chuan and Tai Yuan Long Nine as a combination, and combined with Bladder Thirteen and Long One to three hundred ninety six cases of、um, asthma. And compare that to just Din Chuan alone, and they find it to be extremely effective, better effectiveness with a combination and a singular point Din Chuan. And another thing is very unique, is that they they change it. They they actually put everybody in a different syndromes, and they found now、uh, is especially very helpful for wind cold type, wind cold type, and. It's not as good, still effective, but not as good for the kidney and lung deficiency type. That's fascinating. So, anyway, some thought to that.、Um, so, I mean, thinking about that for exogenous, no wonder kidney infection is exogenous <coughs> kind of situation. Okay, so.、Um, we also seen in animal study with、uh, rat study. Where that if we electroacupuncture Din Chuang plus、um, CV twenty two, we actually see the、um, the tissues the the CAMP cyclic AMP in the lung region in the tissues actually increases, and so that indicates an immunological response、um, in that situation. There's also a study. That shows a raising of the interleukin twelve level by needling CV seventeen, Dichuan lung ten, bladder thirteen, and kin and bladder twenty、uh, three kidney support. It actually increases interleukin twelve level, and uh, um, and it decreases、uh, IgE level, and so it kind of regulates、uh, autoimmune function. Uh, very good in kind of dispersing the lung and release the phlegm and、uh, stop the asthma. So this is just some of the research that I can find. So I thought I'd share that with everybody here. Great, thank you. That's very good. All right, so let's、uh, move on to our next point. <clears throat> uh, extra B two, jia ji. Jia ji, as you know, jia means to.、Um, What do you call it? To clip, to、uh, support. Ah,、uh, ji means a、uh, spine, spine.、Uh, so jiaji, it's a it's a point that's been around for a long time as an extra B two point. It originates come from Huangdi Neijing Su Wen Si Nue Pian, as well as Liao Si Run, as well as Hua Tuo Bie Zhuang, and、uh, we don't really think. That it's really、uh, designed or created by Huatuo, the doctor Huatuo, but rather somebody use his name as to denote the importance of、uh, these points. So, Jim,、uh, how would you locate this point? I would categorize the Jiaji points as a group of points defined near the the spine spinous process, and more specifically. Well, actually, starting from the neck with Jaji points is being zero point five, so in from the lower border of the spinous process of the cervical spine, 
the thoracic uh, uh, jiaji points is also being 0.5 turned lateral to the uh, related uh, spinous processes uh, or the lower border of those. And then the lumbar jaji point, I would define them as being one sun lateral to the lower border of the spinous processes. Now, the, the grouping uh, of jaji points starts uh, with the cervical spine all the way down to the lumbar spine. So we, t- we essentially are talking about 17 jaji points on one side. Uh, but sometimes the group, as I understand it, of Watojaji points basically are those from thoracic 1 down to L5. So we're looking at that group. Uh, that group of 17, I'm sorry, I misspoke earlier. So we have those plus the cervical Jaji. But you have a question because in the textbook, it talk about point five trilateral all the way from thoracic spine all the way to lumbar spine. Where did you get the idea of the one twin lateral? That's interesting. I mean, yes. I can understand. Well, the but, th- uh, lumbar ver- vertebral bodies are much wider than the cervical and so and thoracic for the most part as well. So it would make sense that we go more lateral to the lumbar vertebra or the spinous process of the lumbar vertebra so that we achieve uh, a space uh, appropriate for treatment there. I do believe if you're only half a tsun from the spinous process in the lumbar area, you're, you're coming off of tissue basically that related to the um, um, the spine itself, or you're coming off bony prominences, so you're not uh, really energetically and uh, segmentally getting the best effect with those points. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so we talk about what seventeen points. So combined together, we're talking about what thirty-four points. That would be the from thoracic one to lumbar five. So the Watojaji points. Okay, it's very interesting because in Zen Jiaoxue, you actually talk about. Huato Jiaqi point actually starts from the first cervical spine. Oh, well. Now, if you start from the first cervical spine, then you're talking about 48 points total, right? It's about 24 points on each side. Yes. Somebody just want to complicate things for us. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> personally, I like the way you describe it better. You know, from T1 to L5. So... The action is that it actually regulates corresponding um, Zhanghu functions, depends on the level where the spine is located. And so specific, that's the action uh, of these points. So how would you use these points, uh, Jim? Well, if we're looking uh, for the treatment of musculoskeletal disorders and problems related to the spine and or neurologic conditions, I'm using them for local neck pain or upper back pain or lower back pain related to the level of the point itself in the area of trees. Or I'm looking for points around cervical 5, 6, 7 for problems of the lower extremity or the upper extremity, for example, neurologic conditions, as well as points like uh, lumbar area, jaji 5 and 4 for sciatica, for example, as a nerve-related condition. Uh, Now, uh, as you mentioned, they're also very specific for the organs. So I would actually say that I can use the jaji points from the area of um, T3, for example, at bladder 13 level, 
down to the lower ones, bladder 25 for the large intestine, for the same indications as the back shoe points. So I, I consider them very useful points for organs. Uh, one of the uh, very experienced doctors that I, I learned from in, in China many years back suggested uh, using the Jiaji points as if they were the shoe points, meaning basically essentially using for the same indications. You know, there is a very famous uh, acupuncturist in China, and he only used Jiaji points. So he's known as Dr. Jiaji. I think they changed his name. Very effective, very useful. And he abides by this concept, and that is T1 to T3 is used for upper extremity problems. T1 to T8 is for chest region organ issues. T6 to L5 is used for abdominal region organ problems. And L1 to 5 is for lower extremity problems. So he's very specific on how he uses those points for all these conditions. And that's all he uses. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay, so uh, point combination is very simple. You can use any of the judge point to combine with the leveled back sue point to enhance the back sue function of that organ. So for example... You might be treating a lung issue and using bladder 13. So you can use the correct spanding jiaji at that level and, uh, to enhance the treatment. Uh, you might be using a liver su point, so you can use the correct spanding uh, level of jiaji for that kind of situation. So, um, and that's basically how jiaji is used. And uh, how would you needle this point, Jim? In general, I needle this, these points obliquely medially, 0.5 to 1 sun deep. Uh, there are exceptions that in the cervical area tend to be more uh, superficially, 0.5 as opposed to the 1 sun. And uh, on occasion, I'll needle these uh, in either the neck area or in the lumbar area perpendicularly. And then I'm not going very deep, especially the cervical area, but I'm trying to get at some of the deeper muscles near the spine, like in the low back area, for example, the calmly affected multifidi muscles. So that's how I would needle these points. I would like to add another technique, the seven-star needle plum flower needle technique. So I remember when I was in China, one of the things that my teachers taught me is to knock along the Huatu Jiaji, all the way along one nine and the second nine, to actually stimulate organ regulation for both sedation and strengthening, especially for someone who has <coughs> weak organ functions where the body just frail or weakening. So a gentle tapping uh, without bleeding too much actually help to stimulate, tonify. So I don't by teacher don't see as a purging, but rather a tonification function. And you can, after you do that, you follow it with moxa stick uh, along it. It's almost like sealing the hole and trying to help to really uh, strengthen. It's a very fascinating technique using kind of like a one-two punch kind of situation. Um, anyway, so I thought I'd share that with uh, with you on that one. Thank you. 
All right, classics. Wow, where do we begin? There's just so much um, documentation of Jiaqi point in so many texts. So I'm going to just go through just a few. We don't have time to go through every single one of them. We're going to talk about Lei Jin Tui. And Lei Jin Tui talk about that, actually, Lei Jin Tui talk about how that you can find that uh, Jiaqi point it's uh, uh, it's really uh, it's Huato's method. I don't think that's the truth, but that's what it says. And Qian Jing Yi Huang say this is very good for cholera. Uh, you can use this point for cholera. Um, and Zhen Jiu Ji Chen talk about this point can be used for diarrhea, difficulty urination, Zhen Jia condition in women, uh, cholera kind of situations. Uh, abdominal spasm and twisting, for example. And Zhen Jiu Feng Yuan talk about, again, for cholera. Um, and uh, you can use this for <clears throat> vomiting and diarrhea. Um, and Peng Si Jin Nang Mi Jue talk about how this is a very good point for massage. It's one of the 12 uh, type of qigong that you learn to massage and focus on these points and then uh, um, the other points uh, the other books such as Shen Jiu Jin Wen talk about moxibustion when you mox out this point uh, how to mox out this point can be very useful for all sorts of different conditions so these are just some of the uh, the classics I want to talk a little bit about research because there is actually some uh, the discussion and understanding of how this uh, involved with neurological system since that this Jiaqi point corresponds to all different neurological system. So it's been used for uh, vascular headaches. It's being used for any kind of numbness, tingling, abnormal sensations in extremities. It can be used for vertical uh, and cold extremities, paralysis, excessive sweating, can use for stroke, uh, can use for hypertension, uh, and to improve blood flow. So these are some of the research that I can find on this point. So, Jim, any thought, any additions to this point? Uh, to the Jazzy points, very useful points that uh, I use often similar to and often with the shoe points for organ dysfunction. Great. And it's also a very useful point in uh, Tuena and in the, uh, Shiatsu. I think in Shiatsu we use this point quite a bit to stimulate the organ function. Otherwise, I think we are set for tonight. Um, any additional thoughts or things you want to talk about or we all set? We're set. Thank you, Jim. It was uh, great talking with you tonight. These are wonderful points. Uh, these are points that love to review them, and it's interesting as I do research into them and looking at some literatures. I find new uses for it, especially that Ding Chuang point as a kidney heat type of point. That's a very interesting uh, uh, understanding that we I might want to try one day. Uh, but uh, so, Jim, thank you very much, and everyone. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and looking forward to spending more time with you next time. Thank you, Dr. Gao. 
Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.